Hi everyone. Hi. Okay. Hello. It looks like it's working again. Let's just hope it doesn't quit. Right. Okay. Welcome back to another episode of What Do We Know? Today's episode is going to be an ASMR special. And that's all. We're not going to continue that any longer. Um, but we do want to mention that we were discussing in all the previous short episodes that we've just recorded and had to delete because of technical issues. We were talking about a future mukbang yes. episode. So recording on like maybe Anything Instagram involving Live. food. We food, are there, conversation basically. and the three of us. So if that sounds good, give us topic ideas on what you want to listen to us speak about whilst we eat mm. actually even give us a choice of like a takeaway or food mm, to eat yeah actually well yeah i mean we, we eat everything food, so i'm excited now yeah we're open as long as it's halal <laughs> yeah. so today's episode is hosted by sundas who is referring to herself in, in third, third person third person and i'm going to introduce my regular co-host manny and aruj hi guys hey guys so now that i've introduced the girls and i won't have them moan in the first 10 seconds of my episode today we're going to have a discussion about something that's been on my mind for quite some time now and it's about discussing what our slump is what i mean by slump is being stuck in terms of getting things done so we all have like a slump i have a slump that i'm in but i actually want to hear from the girls as well because um, we don't all lead perfect lives. So yeah, we're going to talk about what's our slump. I don't know, whatever you want to call it or however you want to describe it. The feeling of trying to get something done, a project, something personal and just not being able to do it. And yeah, I, I kind of want to hear what you guys like proactively do about it, what you're trying to do in order to help yourself get out of that slump. But I, you know what, I'll go first because um, I really thought about this one. So I think I've spoken about this before where I was, maybe, maybe I mentioned it on a previous episode, I talk to you girls outside of the podcast as well. Believe it or not, guys, we are actually friends. <laughs> it may not always sound like it. I feel like this episode is going to be quite a talkative one and it'll be like talking therapy. So mm -hmm. we get to discuss. And I'm hoping to like feel motivated, although I feel like sometimes it's just about getting up and doing like it's, it's that part that's the hardest like people can just motivate you as much as they can through what they say but ultimately it is in your hands to mm. to kind of do something about it so I, I think I may have discussed this on a previous episode where I've spoken about trying to be a morning person so waking up in the morning and being really productive and um, because I am a night owl and I I work better through the evening well I say I work better but there's there's time slots through the day where I just have a lot of energy and I get things done but actually during the day I'm mostly focused on either work or or things that aren't really for me but just like are my responsibilities if that makes sense um, mm -hmm. and obviously work is one big kind of responsibility where you know you've got to, you've got to do what's required from you um, so I feel like as much as I enjoy my job um, and as much as I like doing what I do, I think there comes a point in your role where sometimes it doesn't give back. And in those moments is when you think, oh, you know what, I need to do something for myself, self, like rather than put 100% into work, which will eventually dry out for you. You will change roles and you will try new things. So it, it makes sense to always put a, most of your energy into something that serves you. Um, does that make sense? Yeah. 
definitely. So I guess that realization has come about even stronger this year for me, more than last year. And I'm really trying to put more of my energy into things that I want to work on um, and my personal projects that are kind of just in the background, but they're very slow because in my head, I'm just like, yep, straight after work in the evening, I will set some time aside and work on them. And I don't always have the motivation or the energy to put that work in because I've used it all up in my nine to five. That's what I'm trying to change. In order to get out of the slump that I have for all of my personal projects and make myself more accountable to actually doing them, I was trying this whole waking up in the morning. So there's a book out there that everybody's heard about and it's called The 5am Club. And I haven't actually read the um, book itself, but I understand the concept of it. So it's all about waking up really early hours in the morning and having that moment where everybody's asleep and you're technically in isolation and focusing your energy on working on things that you need to prioritize. And it's all about, again, trying to maximize your productivity um, Mm -hmm. and being a more productive person through the day. Um, That is what I'm trying to implement. So I'm trying this whole 5am club, except it's not 5am club. My club starts a little (laughs) bit later. It's actually 6.30am. Yeah, 5am is quite early. 5am, I just feel like, for me, I'm in dream number two, deep sleep, and I don't (laughs) want to interrupt that. 5am just feels a bit too early for me. 6.30 is really good though. If you're aiming for 6.30, that is quite a like healthy, good time. Hmm. So I've been working on trying to be a morning person and trying to use those hours in the morning where I can just think about everything I want to work on and start to get things done. I think that is pretty much the concept of 5am club, but I haven't actually read the book. I'm guessing it probably explains exactly that, but in really different terms. But like my morning starts at 6.30. For me, I'm pushing myself to be fully conscious, fully awake and alert at 7am and although like so I get why I'm doing this and I have a purpose I guess what I wanted to describe is the fact that it's not as easy as just waking up and having that energy and just going 100 on the first day so I started this in January just conveniently when everybody's made their new year's resolution and I decided that this was going to be something that I can actually work towards. I've had a bit of a dip and Ramadan has slightly made it a bit harder because there is that interrupted sleep and it just makes things a little bit harder. I'm really keen to go back to it because it was working for me even though it wasn't perfect and that's because a lot of it is like baby steps because you're obviously adopting like a new habit and you're trying to create a new routine for yourself that your body and yourself have to get used to. Mm. So like the first week of me waking up in the morning was almost like it felt like I was just congratulating myself. I wasn't actually doing anything. I was just like, wow, well done Sundas. You're actually awake at this time. My aim was to be out of my bed, um, dressed at least, but just awake for 7 a.m. That's all I asked myself to do, was just be conscious and away from the bedroom so that I'm not, you know, mm-hmm. tempted to go back into bed and sleep. And the first week honestly felt like seven till eight, I was just zoned out because eventually I'd log into work. But those hours, I wasn't actually doing anything. When you read about the 5am club, they talk about, you know, how you're supercharged when you wake up at that time. And I was like, I am definitely not supercharged. I'm alive, I'm breathing, but that's about it. That's as much as I can really perform at 7 a.m. in the morning. And you know what's really scary now that I think about it is that that is usually the time that we wake up and get ready to commute to work. And so there's been this other concern that I've, for me, the normal time to wake up is like 15 to 20 minutes before I need to log on and then like dress 
when I want throughout the day and I I don't I don't want to normalize that for myself as much as it was nice in the beginning to have it a bit chilled like Mm. a way of working from home but now it's just kind of like I want to go back to being dressed on time the first week I just felt really zoned out so I was there I was awake but I just couldn't really do anything it was just kind of like trying to keep myself awake and then the second week I decided that I wanted to do some form of morning exercise the morning exercise that I went for was yoga and I'm not like someone that does yoga regularly, um, but I found the least annoying person on YouTube to talk me through a 10 minute wake up yoga. Who did you pick? And and she was really good. And what, what I mean by that is, I don't know her, her by name. I just know her oh by my. her thumbnail, but I will send it to you guys. Um, so yeah, I found the least annoying person to do 10 minute yoga with. And it's, it was actually really, um, really good. So one thing I'll say that, that the part that I reached was reading was the only thing that I could just about focus on but saying that I wasn't always processing everything that I read that's as far as my progress went and at the time it just felt like it was really slow but now that I've stopped I look back on that and think that was still something and I think that's a little reminder to everyone that when you're adopting these new habits at the time you're just like oh my god this is actually Mm. harder than I thought but it's only over time you appreciate the progress you've made and that's me at the moment where I'm just like I wish I could just go back to just zoning out at seven o'clock in the morning because at least I'd be awake Sometimes I think, yeah, it would be really good if I did just kind of have 10 minutes in the morning to do yoga and stuff. So that is something I'm working towards. I don't know if I'll ever reach the 5am club. I think I want to read the book because I want to know why why it's specifically 5am. But yeah, at the moment, I'm happy with my 6.30am club. <laughs> um, I don't see myself moving from there anytime soon. I think that's a huge change for me personally. And it was getting somewhere, but it was a bit slow. But I am absolutely determined to actually master that this year and in some ways i want you guys to hold me accountable can i am um, i don't know how you're going to do question that based on what you said right yeah so the first thing mm-hmm. i have is from before you used to start to wake up at 6 30 what was your regular like wake up time um my regular time was 8 a.m 8 30 okay. so like you kind of drastically made that decision like it was like a probably two hour at least two hours in the morning where you decided to go let me wake up at 6 30 instead the reason why i say that is because mm-hmm. it sounds very cold turkey and I, i'm really intrigued to hear about what this 5 a.m book actually talks about because in my head and some of the things that i'm going to discuss today is actually about more smaller increments and just building up as time goes on so even if it's the first day is yeah. only one minute earlier and every single day you only build on one minute i feel like maybe that would have helped you in a different way I'm not sure. I'm just intrigued mm-hmm. to hear about the 5 a.m. book. And the second thing I wanted to ask you was, why do you feel like you need to wake up earlier? Why can't you just continue to be your night owl? Why can't you just do that work in the night instead? Because it's not working for me. Mm-hmm. So I I agree that starting off really slowly, so let's say if 8 a.m. was my hour to wake up, then I, I don't know, go from 7.59, a bit like Ramadan, you go two <laughs> minutes behind or something, um, or forward. I guess in, in some ways I did start with baby steps. I thought I was being realistic knowing that on the first, day I wasn't going to wake up at 6 30 and be productive instantly like I was very realistic thinking that I'm probably just going to be awake Mm. and that will be enough and I think that was the cold turkey for me I really hope the mic is not picking up on how loud my stomach rumbles are right now no it's all right though we're getting narrative though um (laughs) in answer to your question so the evenings are just not as productive as I want them to be maybe I just need to change and prioritize myself as the first thing in the day Mm. one of the biggest downsides of waking up early is 
so you think you're going to have more hours in the day but I keep crashing around like 1 or 2 p.m and I think that's quite normal because obviously where I've missed sleep in during the day my energy is like yeah you need to like have a little nap when I used to travel for work and I would wake up to get on a 5 a.m train to Nottingham I'd be like super alert and super awake but then I would crash around one or two o'clock so I totally get why I do that it's just finding a way to just push myself through the day and mm. avoid myself napping and you know what that's not just you by the way that's like the scientific thing mm. and people always think it's lunch it's actually not lunch we as humans have this natural like feeling to ha- be a bit more slumped towards the afternoon so around mm. 2 to 3 p.m yeah so it, that's actually something i found interesting i'm not sure i read or learned this but it's not actually to do with what you eat as much as it is to do with you as a human being okay it's not because you're eating carbs and i used to really heavily associate bread with like one in yeah, sleep because yeah that's true yeah um really quick question to both of you what do you guys know what like your power hour hour or hours are in the day where you feel like you have the most energy to kind of do a lot do you know what i think yeah i think mine changes day to day so my weekday like power hour will be different to the weekend like because around work hours like i think i do agree with you that in the morning there is that that time slot to have a bit more energy and have that time before you need to log on to work for yourself but then i think on the weekend like it is nice to wake up early but it's also nice to sometimes sleep a bit more and yeah maybe my power hour on the weekend is probably the afternoon or even the evenings um i think it varies for me depending on what i've got going on that day i definitely think i'm a morning person except i find it difficult to get up waking up is not the problem it's getting up (laughs) and i need to figure that bit out i get that too yeah but i do think that it also depends on what i'm working on like what is it that's that i need to do something in this hour or in the day so i could be really excited for something and naturally that energy kind of propels you to keep going or do something even if it's at midnight Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean like sometimes you just have that energy most of the time it's not going to be that way but sometimes I can wake up early and have a really good productive morning, have a bit of a casual afternoon, but in the evening, maybe productive again. Like it just depends. Really Most of the time that might not work because if I don't have something planned, let's say we were going out mm. to eat and it was in the evening, I would naturally pump yeah. back up for it. And I don't know why it's just because you get to see people again and you might've had a whole afternoon that you were just a bit 50% and then you got really pumped up in the evening again. So I do think it's, I'm definitely more of a morning person mm. and half of it is, the activity like what is it that i want to do with this time if i don't have no activity then honestly it can be it's not going to be powerful yeah like it's going to be so bland for me so those are the two things i think maybe because i've looked into this so much i was actually expecting you to state a time so like i've recognized the times that i feel like you know this is where i'm really able to sit down and not be distracted and that for me is like literally 9 30 till 11 and then wow yeah it's very specific and then the next couple of hours where I'm really kind of focused and able to do things is I know this sounds so ridiculous about how specific I'm being that's because I keep a watch on time (laughs) is like 2 45 till 4 30 but I start lagging at four in the evening it's 9 
till like just just before 10 just like 45 minutes solid mm. and that's probably why i've been struggling to do things in the evening because i really need to separate away from the desk and away from work i need those couple of yeah. hours straight after work where i'm just like not looking at a screen and stuff i felt like that really helped this felt like talking therapy and i did say that right at the beginning this is gonna feel like a, a proper therapy session i feel like the topic um, is but i guess what i like want... that isn't it though yeah i guess what i wanted to highlight is that you can try all of these self-help books um kind of anything that they suggest to you but really your personal journey will differ maybe once i master it i might just start a youtube channel where i'll start selling you dreams of what it's like to be awake at early hours of the morning that's all from me let me just open the floor and let you guys share your slump my slump slump is actually I mean, it's kind of similar to yours, but it isn't. It's more based around routine. Um, I think my, when we spoke about what this episode was going to be about, the one thing that came to my mind was obviously life right now. So obviously the way life's been with these lockdowns and obviously the new, like changing rules, changing routines, changes in our lives that we've had to get used to. So for me right now in this current time, I think my slump is just this whole routine of like working from home and having a house and having a day routine also and then also making time for people and also making time to go out and doing things I think it's finding my feet in a sense because at the moment I do feel like I haven't yet or I have but some days I'm like mm. I just want to sit at home today yeah You're like juggling and so I do love it everything's great but I'm also like I'm still finding my feet with it all I think one thing I thought about was also um obviously now that the rules have also changed and like people can actually go out to restaurants and stuff and I know that shops are all open um so this past weekend I went to town with my husband and we were both just like we haven't been town in so long we were both just so like it felt weird going out but a lot of people I know like also at work have been going out to like outdoor dining restaurants and stuff and regularly been actually making plans to go out and do things and I'm like I'm still actually just sitting at home like I haven't actually made plans to do stuff or go out and do these things yet so I don't know maybe it's something that a lot of people can relate to in terms of actually getting used to getting back to some kind of normality of things we used to do but because we've spent this whole year in a certain way of life and we've spent so long I guess everyone's slump is different in this and for me it's been mm. different in different situations so I think for me it's just kind of making time or figuring out a routine and I think the way that ties in with yours is definitely the waking up early part I think you know waking up earlier than just the 9am and I have to log on by 9.30 even if I wake up like on the days that I wake up at like 8 or half 7 like that's not super super early but even that time that it gives me in the mornings is so much like it feels like oh I'm actually quite relaxed like I could do a bit of yoga I could just sit and have a nice breakfast if I wanted to read a book if I wanted to watch the news or like you know it just gives you that time to do something in the morning and I feel like I've spoken about that before about having that time to yourself in the mornings I think that is I just feel like mornings are such a nice time to do that so I think that's one thing that I definitely agree with you that mornings are a good time and I think the other slump tied in with all of this is actually exercise so I was thinking the other day and Manny you're gonna like you're gonna bring up memories for me and you because I remember the time when me and Manny used to go gym and we regularly used to go yeah. like after work we'd drive to the gym and you know spend a good hour or so and we used to love it like we used to really enjoy we used to come out of that gym feeling so good and it was such a nice little routine we had yeah. 
obviously now gyms were closed and now they are open again but you know I have become more accustomed to like doing home workouts but I think recently like I just been so out of touch and out of routine with like even doing home workouts and stuff and I was thinking I miss that feeling of like doing a good workout and then feeling that it's made an impact on you like a couple of weeks later so I think that's definitely one thing on my like goals slash to-do list that's basically mine yeah I think it's just based around routine and kind of finding my feet around things fitness slump and yeah I guess just being a a sociable person (laughs) a work basically life (laughs) it is really hard yeah it is is really hard figuring out your balance and especially because you've you really just started a whole new chapter in your life so everything is like reordered itself and so that whole point of you saying um you know I'm trying to find my feet with it you just it's just one of those things that you just learn in time to just figure out when to do what and when you think about it there were a lot of changes it's not like you just got married you live in a completely different house you don't you're not surrounded by the environment that you used to be around you're not surrounded by the same people every day like everything that was normal to you is completely Completely. changed and that of course it takes a while to figure out Mm, what your new normal is going to be like even though day-to-day I think even if life was normal it would be difficult but then put covid in the mix and all this weirdness it's been just it's been it's just taking yeah it's just taking it to like another level and I'm like oh Oh my god yeah. it's so weird but yeah still alhamdulillah life is still great but um just yeah. thinking about it so generally as well and i was like this is actually a really good conversation to just like you said like have a little chat about it and like what did you say earlier on having a rant i don't know if it's a rant but having a discussion and talking <laughs> uh, about talking therapy, therapy. therapy. that's talking yeah. therapy it is good because then it makes you kind of pick up and even just think of these things and think actually yeah it is a thing that I'm, I'm in a slump over. But yeah, that's me. And slump doesn't always have to be yeah. negative. Like everybody goes through it. Like you get yourself out of it and you can easily fall back into it. But it's just about, I guess, being conscious and recognizing when it happens and accepting that you might need to go back to step one, like me, wake up again at 6.30 um, mm-hmm. to kind of start the ball rolling in terms of what was working for you when you weren't in that slump. Mm. You say that, but going back to step one is the hardest part. It is. So like the first step is the hardest especially in something like that where you were doing a 630 thing like it's it's hard i'm also saying this knowing that i have the same issue but the more you delay it no matter what you have to make that start the start is never (laughs) going to move with it it's always going to be there waiting um so yeah yeah, that's life (laughs) and trying to discipline yourself in that way discipline always feels like such a strong word for me and i always Mm -hmm. feel like i'm not even half disciplined as much as I wish I could be with things. But it is important. Yeah, Did you? It is. Manny, what's yours? Girl two. Girl two. Girl. Oh, okay. Girl, that sounded like you've got a whole list of things. So let us know if we're going to yeah, get a break like, in the middle. I feel like I'm having a conversation around things that you guys are speaking about. And I was just thinking, I don't know. I do completely equate everything around having or being or feeling in a slump to discipline i do think it's like if you don't have good discipline that's when you can get into a slump and that's when it can be hard to get out of it so any time you need to get out of a slump it requires discipline so it's like it's the answer to a slump but it's it's easier said than done like it's easier to say oh all you need to do is discipline yourself to wake up at 6 30 but actually doing it it's it's a hold you have to reprogram the way you work as a human being like it's so much more difficult done reprogram is the word (laughs) becoming a new person yeah especially if something as big as sleep because there's little things that you can do in your daily habits that can change who you are to get out of a slump of whatever kind you're in but waking up in the morning or waking up earlier than you normally do it's just it's a big thing sleep is 
I can't really describe it. It's like mm. we all need it. We all need to sleep. It's been interesting talking about this subject area because I don't know what kind of slump I'm in at the moment. I don't know if there's something that is completely... Maybe there is actually, there is one. When I think about a slump, I just think of something that where I want to do something, in my head I want to do something, but I'm not actioning anything and I've, I don't have the discipline to action it. It's just difficult. It's very much a mind situation. Like you're trying to control the way you think and the way your mind controls your actions because of the way you're thinking and because of the way you're in this slump, you're just feeling sorry for yourself. So kind of victimizing yourself and then you don't feel like actually actioning the thing that you want to do. And it's just like this cycle that goes around where you're actually not doing anything about it. And I have had slumps that probably have lasted weeks. I've probably had slumps that have lasted days. But when I say a slump, I don't mean I have done nothing in the day. I could be really productive at work, but I could have had this side thing that I wanted to invest time in, but actually I haven't been able to do that because I've been in this slump. So my slump yeah. isn't just the entirety of my day. It could be one part of my life that I want to focus on that I'm not able to focus on or I'm finding it difficult to focus on that. And so recently, actually, I've been trying to get into an exercise routine. That's one of the things that I've always found difficult, even nutrition and good food those two things are the two of the hardest things I find to keep up with and one of the things we mentioned just before was about the start of any new habit is always the most difficult part and so one thing that I feel like kind of puts me off although it shouldn't is starting again like starting again feels so frustrating because if I had just continued that last time I could have been on week four or month <laughs> four but actually I'm now I'm starting from the very beginning it's such an annoying mind thing but when you it's think also about such it such a relatable feeling as well <laughs> <laughs> you know and you just think if I was consistent I'd be there now yeah exactly I'd be, I'd be a multi-millionaire if I just stuck to that one routine <laughs> that's literally how I think and then the worst thing is is that that doesn't promote good action because then you're still back in square one like I haven't actually done that I'm just thinking about things that could have happened if I had done something and it's just getting it started which you were talking about right you have to start otherwise it's never gonna get anywhere so exercise and nutrition are two of the things that I find the biggest slumps with because in my mind I always want to eat healthy and I always want to exercise but I don't do it I don't actually action it and there's lots of reasons for that there's so many reasons I sometimes make excuses sometimes I'm genuinely exhausted and I understand that but some days most of that is excuses and I don't do anything I don't have the discipline to get up and do something about exercise or I don't have the discipline to say no to that chocolate cake I don't know why like I, I find it difficult to figure that out so what is funny right aside from this episode I was thinking about this for things that I want to do like especially nutrition wise because I know a lot of about your body is about nutrition so there's a lot of things I've started to learn recently one thing is is to start small so I find that when I'm in these slumps I want to go into motivational talks and look at people that are blogging and see what they do and sometimes of course it's like the same kind of it's the same thing that's kind of preached every time and these people kind of have it all figured out I, I don't think they have it all figured out but they've kind of gone through that stage of having to discipline mm. themselves so they're I'd talking through it's part of their job yeah it's and you know what? There have been a few things that I've picked up on recently that I've started to put into my life. So firstly, it's all about starting small. Like I wish I could just go cold turkey on things. And I feel like I do with some things like nutrition, for example, I know I can't just have a piece of chocolate. I can't have chocolate 
or I will have the whole <laughs> bar. Like there is no in between. So I know that about myself for nutrition and food. But for exercise, I know I can s- start small. I know that if I do five minutes or 10 minutes and build up on that, I know I will do that. I know I'll do five minutes, even if it's just five minutes. But if I start off with an hour, really amazing, good workout, and I feel so pumped for the next day, I don't feel as motivated. I will feel sad to even do five minutes because I'm just like, oh, I did a whole hour yesterday and today I'm only doing five minutes. And it's just that guilt, but also it doesn't motivate me to do more because I'm not beating yesterday's goal. I feel like I'm not even achieving or getting to the same standard as yesterday. So why should I do Mm. it at all? So what I realized is with different activities that I'm trying to work on, they all require me to think about things differently. So with nutrition, it's either or, like I cannot do a balanced diet. I need to physically take sugar out of my diet and figure out how to think about my nutrition. Whereas exercise, I can slowly build up a rhythm or a workout time that every single day can kind of build on. I can't do that with nutrition. So those two things I've learned about myself. And I know a lot of us have probably heard about Jay Shetty and his wife. I absolutely love them. And while I've always loved Jay Shetty, and I'm sure a lot of people know who he is, and he's all about understanding people and trying to help them find their purpose. And he does a lot of like motivational things, but mostly that isn't just based on his experience, but what he spent a lot of or a few years of his life doing was being a monk and he learned so much through that experience so he's trying to help people find their purpose in life or what they want to do or how they want to achieve their goals and it's super amazing what he's doing I love his content and one of the things that he has a video on is about discipline and essentially what he talks about in this video is something about the monkey brain and the monk brain and most of us have something called the monkey brain where basically we have no self-discipline and we want what the mind wants we smell good food and we want it we look at that chocolate cake and we need to eat it it might be that you have a fashion or clothes addiction whatever your thing is everybody has something for me it's food I know it is for other people it could be like you need to buy everything Gucci releases or it could be absolutely anything right like whatever's on trend whatever's on trend yeah and everyone I'm sure as we're speaking about this will have something in their mind and what he speaks about is you need to train yourself to kind of have a monk brain as well and the monk brain pretty much sits between your monkey brain and your intelligence so your mind is like talking to you about things all the time and it's telling you to do things as and when things happen but your monk brain is saying well remember you have this goal you know why you want to achieve it and this is what you should do this is why you should be doing it etc etc it's much more based on intelligence it's much more based on the why and the discipline you need to get to the end goal that you want to reach and he breaks it down with five r's and i can't actually remember those five r's properly but i do remember the first r and the last r the first r is about having a good reason if you don't have a good why you will never even start to do what you're doing so you need to understand what your reason is i know my nutrition reason is about losing weight like i know it's about that i don't feel bad about the way i look i don't have low self-esteem or anything but i know i'm unhealthy like i know that i can feel it i know when i eat sugar that i feel lethargic and just have low energy i just know that i know that about myself so i know i want to improve it and i know why i want to improve it there's three steps in between and the end one is r is reward so once you go through different steps or different milestones and you start to achieve those milestones you need to reward yourself and i'm not saying it needs to be food or buying yourself a new item it could literally be absolutely anything but you should set those goals for yourself i'm not sure what i'm going to set myself yet but i do have at certain weight loss targets that i'm going to give myself rewards for so those are the things that i've started to implement and i love videos like that because it's not just something i'm watching i want to action what he said and he's given me an actual technique to use and i want to see how it goes for me so this has only been what in the past week that i started to 
watched this video and realized how to interpret it into my life. So I want to see how this nutrition goes for me because it's never worked long term. Like I'm always a short term fad diet kind of person and I don't want to be, but it just so yeah. happens that way. I actually want to change my nutrition from the root, not from the top. And him and his wife are great at that. And I love his wife specifically because she's all about nutrition and Ayurvedic principles. And it's incredible. I absolutely love what she talks about and her nutrition journey because when she was growing up she was quite she was slightly overweight and she learned so much about nutrition through her degree and through I guess her entire life she wanted to understand why you eat food what is good for our bodies why we ingest certain foods and it's all about natural things and there's so many good things about what I've learned from her too so I love them both like not just yeah. because of what they preach like Jay is all about finding a purpose but Radhi for me is she teaches a lot about nutrition which is something I struggle with so I love seeing somebody else that used to be in a position like this now be so comfortable in her life and her routine because that's ultimately what you'd want you don't want it to be a short-term goal you want it to be a forever thing and yeah. I think I've always struggled with something being a forever thing so that's trying that's what I'm trying to do I'm not sure if it's a slump because I'm actively trying to work on it but it's still a slump because sometimes some days I don't have motivation but I have to think this is my monkey brain speaking I need to start thinking in my monk brain like it's so hard when you have a chocolate bar in front of you and some of the things he said is like well don't buy the sugar but I wish it was that easy because I don't live in a house by myself and things like that I can't control but I can control my habits and what I put and put in my body and put in my hand like no one's forcing me to eat Absolutely. I can't resist and that's a problem I'm having so there are things he says or practices and some of those things I can't change because I live at home with family but if I was living by myself maybe there would be things that I could change like that but still you know there's so many principles I've taken from him and I want to see like I think we should have like a review session in like six months time on this. have we slumped out or are we still in that slump yeah it's true yeah. it's in some ways it's keeping each other accountable and it might just help us work a little bit harder than we are yes um, yeah you know what I think one of the R's I can't remember what it was but it was about accountability like you need to feel okay. accountable so I don't know what the R was but it was yeah like, I was about to say it stands with an A but a. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what the word was but yeah. yeah I totally relate to you talking about these habits being harder because it's a long-term process because it really is like me waking up at seven o'clock or 6 30 in the morning is not just about a short-term goal it's about me changing the way I am in order to just like be able to do the things I want to rather than like you mm -hmm. know think about them in the evening and then fall asleep straight after and that is what I'm trying to change about myself so for me it's trying to be productive with the things I want to achieve and for you it's that it's a bit more specific around nutrition which and it is a long-term thing and I think that's the hardest part that there will naturally be a dip the graph is not going up it's going <laughs> up and down and that is the best way I can describe it and I yeah. think that sometimes when you watch those motivational speeches mm. you, you're pumped but you also know that this person has got this right for themselves and it's yes. not just been an overnight thing and you can't just keep beating yourself up if you have a dip everybody goes through that hard part and hard place of starting again but the longer you delay it that place is not going to change it's still going to be there and you just have to face it so Definitely. it's as and when you can really push yourself to do it but I really like this conversation yeah um it's really honest whole... like I think we will talk about this outside of the podcast that's how yeah 
normally it feels yeah, yeah and everything around speaking about what like jay shetty stands for and stuff and but i'll be honest i take him with a drip like <laughs> i like what he talks about i like his concepts i can't say i can really sit through some of his videos i think the actors could do a bit better with their acting skills and but again he still has pockets of really important and valuable stuff yeah. um even though a lot of his content doesn't always feel like it grabs my attention but i i totally agree that he does have things where it's just like it's a reminder or thing where you're like oh yeah you know what that's very true I needed mm. to hear that today so he's good with that stuff um, and Rather's like nutrition stuff always looks really delicious and, yeah and, and she and makes yeah, it look delicious too she even makes though it, look, it looks yeah. really she makes healthy it look so easy but yeah. you're just like that would be a side dish for me but I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna allow you to sell this to me as a, a main dish it's but interesting yeah, I feel like this conversation has been very interesting in terms of like just hearing other people's slump like I know a bit about your slumps Mm -hmm. because we talk about it quite regularly but it's one thing kind of like really going into the detail of why it isn't because we just assume that we're just having a lazy day but it's not as simple as that it's It's not the thought process is much more heavier than just having lazy day but yeah and you know what's funny in my mind I can already envision times when this has become a long-term habit but it's not even <laughs> close to that i'm already yeah. thinking about the reward of how it's gonna feel but i'm not even started and that is what's frustrating because in my head i'm like 50 steps ahead and in reality i'm right there. Yeah, i'm not even day one actually one thing i'll just note on yeah. that is one of the things that jay and radhi both do at the end of like their 10 tips or six tips they have lots of videos about tips to better sleep or better nutrition or better yeah, discipline yeah. they always say start with one thing like they never tell you to do all That's six true. at That's once like and slogan. i love that like they do they are realistic in their approach because they know what it what it means to go through that although they've gone through it themselves and they're, they're very much in the long-term process of that at the moment but they're not in the starting phase and they know what that looks like too so yeah. i would yeah and it's yeah, hard no. to do that though because we want overnight fixes well i definitely do i oh, wish definitely I could do when it comes overnight. to a diet and losing weight yeah. and you only ever really think about it when there's an occasion or there's an event that we need to look good for and it's just yeah. something like let's go cold turkey but like for months ago we were happy to sit through multiple takeaways and <laughs> living our best slumber life in our pjs in a lockdown and yeah, yeah i just sometimes the we accuracy just have... <laughs> we just have to be ahead of the game but you know what i think that's just life as long as you're happy and enjoying it in that moment yeah. there will be a point where you recognize there needs to be a change as much as i love food like i know that there needs to be a change because i look at myself and very much like you i feel like i'm i look unhealthy and so i know i need to do something about it and i just need to find a healthy balance with being able to enjoy food food and then exercising but that's just a challenge that doesn't mean I'm extremely unhappy about the food that I eat it's, yeah it, it sounds like it should be easier then but it still isn't it's just a whole mm. process of like changing small things small habits and then sticking to it and accountability it literally is step <laughs> by step but yeah I was gonna say like I feel like we have the recipe for success we just need to do it but it's so much harder <laughs> said than done like I know what I need to do I just need to do it and it sounds exactly. so simple like it sounds too simple and that's what's frustrating sometimes leading us to the wrap-up of this episode let's move on to what's on our mind i can guess what's on our mind but should we talk about aruj first because she's not actually here so (laughs) aruj left about 10 minutes ago because um she is having a takeaway tonight for iftar and she actually needs to drive down because unfortunately they don't deliver in her area so she's having cheat meals um, (sighs) and i don't know how far she is on the road but i can 
I assume that she's putting her foot down because she wants to get that food nice and warm back home and ready for iftar. So she isn't here, but I guess what's on her mind is collecting that order and getting back. So (laughs) definitely say something along those lines. Um, What's on my mind? Well, I'm really glad that we got to finish this recording. And if anyone could really see the struggle we had today, but I hope it like translates well because I actually really enjoyed some of the conversation. Like it was broken at times, but it was really, really good for me to speak about. It's just Mm. nice to hear that you're not alone in some of those slumps and that everybody goes through things and I can't help it being on my mind now that we've just spoken about it but yeah obviously Ramadan as well that's definitely something we can't not think about everyone's fasting for me what's on my mind is that it's 7 36 and I don't really know what's been done downstairs and what hasn't been done in the kitchen but I will be going there to do my usual cut the watermelon because I that's the only fruit I can cut nicely I hate making fruit jars I hate the thought of mixing fruit together and that's the only reason why I refuse used to do it and I sound really childish but I thought I'd just share that so if anybody has like the same phobia as me so I don't know where I'm going with this conversation about mixing fruit up to make a nice fruit jar but I'm just saying that I'm not for it fine fruit should be eaten individually um, and not mixed up I can't I can't deal with mixed fruit on a plate or a bowl it just that just makes me really sick. But yeah, that that's is so mind. weird. Like, I don't so enjoy weird. fruit jar. I just like fruit separately. But no. that is really interesting. I it's, didn't know you had a phobia. No, it just doesn't <laughs> sit right with me. That's funny. And that's all from this episode. Thank you for listening. Do share with us what your slumps are. We'd love to hear it. We'd love to hear what you do to get out of your slump or whatever slump you you're drowning in right now tell us all about it make sure you guys check out our instagram page and our twitter and we go by the handle of at wdwk underscore podcast and yeah we'll see you on the next episode thanks bye bye guys